When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to episode 95 of the Talking Fires podcast. Ben Fadden here reacting today to the Hall of Fame announcement 2022. The Hall of Fame ballot came out and it was announced who got in uh, to the Hall of Fame for this year. No one got inducted last year. It wasn't quite a slam dunk that anyone was even going to get voted in this year uh, just because of the steroid thing, you know, A-Rod, Clemens, Bonds, David Ortiz. In 2003, he was rumored to have tested positive in a test that wasn't even supposed to become public, and there were some false positives, so it wasn't a slam dunk that he did test positive. So I did mention on one of the previous episodes that on the ballot, I would have voted for David Ortiz because uh, I can't fault him for that 2003 report because it's not concrete like it is for Bonds, Clemens, Manny Ramirez, uh, A-Rod. So I put him in. I would have put Andrew Jones in. He did not get in. I would have put Kurt Schilling in. He did not get in. We'll get to most of the results. Uh, First, though, I did want to mention the CBA update a little bit, collective bargaining agreement between the players and the league. They both met uh, today, earlier today in New York at the Players Association office, I believe. Uh, The players in the league So this is back-to-back days that they spoke. Uh, Major League Baseball uh, agreed to raise the minimum salary to $615,000 a year, plus bonus pool money for pre-arbitration players. That bonus pool money goes to the top 30 players in wins above replacement, those that are uh, pre-arbitration players. Um, Now, it's not firm concrete that that's going to happen, um, but it still looks like it's going to happen. Uh, and today seems like a win. It seems like a win for the players because they're getting some things that they wanted. You know, they're getting the increase in the minimum salary for the younger players. They're getting that bonus for younger players like Juan Soto and Tatis before he got the extension that are the best players in the league, but they're getting paid, you know, $600,000. Now they get some type of bonus. Um, and this might not happen. It might end up being 615,000 as the minimum salary, uh, for those, you know, rookies and all that, but the players association does want $775,000 a year to be that contract that year, year to year contract for those, uh, minimum salary guys, not 615,000. So there is a little bit of gap there, but I think the players still have to be kind of happy, you know, in some in some degree that they got the 615,000 increase uh can the owners afford the 775,000 of course they can they're billionaires that's that's like a dollar bill in my wallet for them um but i'm just not sure that it will happen because maybe the players want other things that are more important to them than in really getting to that 775,000 mark dollar mark when they've already bumped it up at least a little bit so that's the money part of it. They're expected to meet again this week to discuss non-court economic issues. Uh, but today, 
as for today, it was definitely a positive for the players because they did get from at least what's being reported. They got some of what they want, what they've been wanting, uh, you know, economically. Um, the big news, though, the Hall of Fame announcement, like I mentioned, the reaction. I did want to start kind of what I heard and saw before the results. Obviously, David Ortiz got in, and so we'll get into more of that. Um, so. Jeff Passan, this was before the announcement earlier in the day today, Jeff Passan of ESPN wrote today on ESPN.com uh, that he thinks Bond should get into the Hall of Fame, have a plaque in that plaque gallery in Cooperstown, New York. And he said that the steroid history, quote, demands to be told, and there is no better place to tell it than in the plaque room at the Hall of Fame, end quote. That's what he said on ESPN, and I disagree uh, him saying that there's no better place to tell the story, steroid history story in the is in the plaque room. There's no better place than that. I totally disagree. There is a better place. It's called the museum. For people that have never been there, I've never even been there, but I still know this. There's a plaque room for all the guys that have been inducted, like Dave Winfield, Tony Gwynn, Trevor Hoffman, Padres players like that. Um, and then there's another separate part of the Hall of Fame. That is just the museum. So anyone can go in. Anyone can get into that. Pete Rose is in there. Um, Bonds is in there. Shilling the bloody socks in there. I know he didn't cheat, but he didn't get in. But he's he's in there. Anyone can get in. They send stuff from like Matt Kemp, the cycle that he hit a few years ago. They sent that in. Uh, Joe Musgrove's no hitter. They sent, I think, some of that into Cooperstown and some of that's obviously at Peco Park and the Padres Hall of Fame but so anyone can get into the museum part of it if they just have a historic moment to the franchise or to Major League Baseball but it's a different honor a different level if you get into the the actual plaque uh, location and I think that holds a totally different level I think that it's a whole totally different honor and the highest honor that you can get uh, baseball playing talent wise for any major leaguer in Major League Baseball history. And I think voters correctly uh, viewed this honor as very high. And, you know, the guy that was announcing it, I'm sorry, I totally forgot his name, but the guy announcing the results said before on MLB Network a couple minutes ago that the the voting, you know, rubric, the, the voters are voting on not just the play on the field, but also on the integrity, uh, the character of these guys. And so you can criticize that all you want, and it should be all only what they did on the field and all that. But in terms of Bonds, in terms of Clemens and Sosa and McGuire and anyone that used steroids and A-Rod who got caught using steroids, and it's obvious they use steroids, part of on they're on the field, even if those people that want to say, you should judge it only on what they did on the field. Part of on the field is the steroids because they, their numbers, no doubt, their numbers improved, whether it was on the mound, a lower ERA, more strikeouts, whatever, fastball velocity, whatever, or home runs for hitters, RBIs, all that. Their numbers improved that they got when they got steroids, when they uh, had steroids. There's no doubt about it. It's obvious. There's no doubt. And for all those people I heard in high school, my baseball teammates saying that, you know, Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he took steroids. That's the dumbest argument ever, because 
that's even dumber on their part then. If he was already a Hall of Famer, he was already one of the greatest hitting talents of all time, same with A-Rod, then why the heck did he use steroids then? That's on him. He knew what he was getting himself into. He knew that he was already talented. He knew that he was already one of the most talented hitters on the planet. A-Rod did. Barry Bonds did. You know, they just knew, but they still decided to do it. Um, they still decided to do it. And like Tom Berducci said on MLB Network in his essay before the announcement today, he said that these guys, they got to keep all the money that they got from all these endorsement deals and the increased money that they were getting on their big contracts because of the power numbers and the increase in production that they were getting. They got to keep that. They kept the fame that they got. But guess what? The highest honor in baseball, they're not going to get, and they don't deserve to get it. It's as simple as that. Uh, There's people that are going to disagree with me, um, but it's simple. The voters agree with me. The evidence is there. You just don't deserve to be in the plaque part of the Hall of Fame. You can be in the museum. That's where they tell the that's where they tell the whole story of Major League Baseball. Go ahead. Be in the museum. That's what the story's for, right? All the little moments, Musgrove no hitters in there. All those moments tell Major League Baseball's history. But the best of the best, the guys that did it clean, the guys that did it the way the game's supposed to be played, they're the ones that are actually that they're the ones that receive major league baseball's highest honor and i'm always going to believe that to my core and if you disagree you disagree but we're going to agree to disagree on that then because i think all i have to say regarding this is look at the players that played the game clean calvin jr tony gwynn joe morgan hank aaron what would they say what would they think if they saw barry bonds on that stage what would they say? What would they be? They'd be rolling over in their grave. Some of those guys that have passed away, they'd be rolling over their grave saying that I have to be in the same. I'm lumped in the same category now. What is supposed to be the best of the best. I'm lumped in that same category as cheaters. And that it that would be just embarrassing to the Hall of Fame, to Major League Baseball. Now, you can vote any way you want. Any of these voters, which, by the way, is a whole n- different topic. There's some voters that don't don't even deserve a vote. I mean, people that are voting, they just don't deserve it. They cover other sports and they st- they're still voting. Uh, they haven't covered, they haven't been on the beat in years, and they're voting for this. Um, they have some guys. I will probably acknowledge. I I don't know, but some guys probably have personal grudges against others, and they're the ones choosing whether or not to put them in, um, which I don't agree with either. But it's not a perfect process. But it's a process that I mostly agree with, getting 75%. And people that cheat, knowingly cheat, uh, and especially people that lied about it like A-Rod did repeatedly when they knew that they cheated, they don't deserve to be in the same category as some of the greatest of the greatest of this game. Guys that played the game the way it should have been and guys that did not cheat. It's as simple as that. So those are my thoughts on it. um, And that's that. Uh, as for so that that was just I know I went on a long tangent there, but that was my reaction to what Passon wrote about there being no better place to tell the steroid history story than the plaque room. And there definitely is. It's in the same building in the museum. So, so and then so that's that. And then 75 minutes before the announcement, I've, I'm a big Hall of Fame geek. If you don't know, um, some people aren't. Some people are. And I am. I checked the Baseball Hall of Fame tracker. 
uh, a lot today. And Bonds was at 77.4%. Clemens was at 76.4%. And Big Poppy was at 83.4%. According to bbhalloffametracker.com, uh, those were the public and anonymous ballots only. Those stats, those percentages were 75 minutes before the three o'clock or three o'clock Pacific time announcement. Time on MLB Network, it, it went up, it ended up going at like 3.15 Pacific, 6.15 Eastern, but uh, because they had the intro and Harold and Verducci and Costas and everyone gave their thoughts, but <coughs> excuse me, those were the numbers. Um, Bonds obviously did not get in. Clemens did not get in despite being over that 75% threshold on the last update that the public anonymous and anonymous ballots gave. Ortiz was at, he ended up being around the same place uh, that he, that he was. Um, he wasn't in the 80, he didn't end up being over 80%, but he did get well over the 75% threshold. Um, I saw voters before I get to the full results, I did see voters vote for Clemens and bonds, but not Alex Rodriguez which made zero sense to me. Uh, Bernie Wilson of AP, he covers the Potters in San Diego. He's one of those. I'm trying to get him on the pod to talk about that more because, again, I'm a Hall of Fame geek, and I respect people's opinions, and I just want to hear his thoughts on why that, why he's doing that. There's some people that didn't vote for anyone. There's some people that voted for 10 guys, and I'm sorry. There's not 10 guys on every ballot that deserve to get in. There's just not. The Hall of Fame needs to be the, the best of the best of guys that played the game the right way. And there's not 10 guys that are best of the best, in my opinion. Um, those guys that were the best of, you know, regular major leaguers, they can be in the museum and all that, have all their all-star appearances, but the best of the best should be the ones getting in. And in terms of the A-Rod thing, people voting for Clemens and Bonds, but not A-Rod, that makes zero sense to me. Um, if you're voting for Bonds and Clemens, so you're already disregarding that they cheated, so you're just putting them in because of talent and their numbers, right? So why would you not put an A-Rod? If you're just disregarding that he cheated and that he lied about it and all that, you're just going off of numbers. A-Rod qualifies more than a lot of hitters over numbers, you know? He qualifies, I mean, 14-time All-Star, three-time MVP, ties second most in Major League Baseball history, for the number of MVPs that he's won. Uh, so just the accomplishments are off the, off. I mean, they're just so far above a lot of hitters, past hitters that have gotten in. Um, you know, why let in PED users and you're letting them in just based on stats and their talent, but not letting A-Rod, you know? I'm not a fan of A-Rod getting in, obviously. Um, you know, the big suspension, you could say that as a reasoning. Hey, he was suspended, the longest suspension in baseball history because of PEDs and all that. And Bonds and Clemens weren't. Yeah, but A-Rod, it was really, really, you know, bad when he went on Mike Francesa rate, uh, with the radio at WFAN and lied repeatedly. Um, and he's the face of that, you know, recent steroid stuff and being from the Yankees and it was more of a concrete, like, no, you can't do this than it was back when Bonds and Clemens did it, although a lot of people were doing it back then, I guess. But that the length of the suspension does not matter. What matters is, did he use it or did he not use it, you know? And once once they do, for me, it just goes out the window because um, it's, 
it's disrespectful to the Tony Gwynns of the world to put guys in like that who cheated. Tony Gwynn would not want that. We know that. Joe Morgan would not want that. We know that. The purest people, you know, some guys that have gotten in, they weren't the best people, but they played the game at least the right way. They played the game purely, if that makes sense, on their abilities. So, again, that's where I'm at. And that's where I am, excuse me, on that. Um, getting to the final results and kind of reacting to that before we get out of here. Bonds, uh, so here, let's start with Big Poppy, David Ortiz. He got in 77.9%. You need 75% of the vote. Again, like I mentioned earlier, I would have voted for him. I'm glad that he got in. The 2003 report's not totally conclusive that he did get in or that he, excuse me, that he used uh, PEDs. Uh, some of the tests in that report that came out that was supposed to be anonymous, um, the point isn't even that it was supposed to be anonymous. The point is there were some false positives in that. Uh, so it's not totally conclusive that he did do it and he didn't get banged for using PEDs the rest of his career. Um, so I'm not, I, he's one of the greatest clutches hitters of all time. I put him in. Um, and so there's that. I would have voted for Todd Helton. I would have voted for Andrew Jones, like I said on an earlier episode, that you can go watch my reasoning on that. Uh, but they did not get in. Helton got 52% of the vote. Uh, but as for it, the main guys that you guys probably care about, um, I'll get into PV in a little bit. Barry Bonds, 66%. His final 10th year, he is not. His name on the ballot is now gone. Uh, he will never appear on the BBWA ballot ever again. He can appear on the Veterans Committee. But this was his chance to get in because the Veterans Committee are obviously older names. And they are guys that are the old, the older crowd, obviously. And they're the ones that say that are totally against cheating. And I'm, uh, my viewpoint is kind of with the older crowd. I mean, I'm 18, but my view is with the older crowd. Um, and the older crowd is not going to put in a PED user. Uh, the guys, the chance that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens had was the voters that, you know, recently became Hall of Fame voters through the years as they went in, as their years of eligibility went through those 10 years that they had. Younger voters got on and they still didn't get in. Now with older voters, there's no way they're going to get in. Um, so Bonds, 66%, fell way short of 75%. Uh, Clemens, 65.2%, so just below Bonds. Again, I don't, I'm not quite sure why there's a discrepancy between the 66 and the 652 percent for Bonds and Clemens. If Clemens, you know, Clemens and Bonds to me seem like a package deal. Like if you're going to vote for Bonds, you're voting for Clemens. If you're going to vote for Clemens, you're voting for Bonds. Like to me, that didn't really make sense. Uh, Sammy Sosa also his final year on the ballot, 18.5%. And Schilling got his wish. He didn't get in. Uh, He wanted to be removed from the ballot. I thought he's a Hall of Famer, Uh, but I would have obviously voted for him, but 58.6% is obviously well short of 75%. Uh, I don't think he's going to get in here. He might get in on the Veterans Committee because that's who he wants. Uh, That's how he wants to get in. When he, like last year, when the voting, you know, happened and he didn't get in, he almost got in, but narrowly missed out. He went on Facebook and went on this whole rant about the voters and they're just not voting for him for his political views and all that. And so he was requesting for his name to be removed. He didn't want to be voted in by the voters, uh, by the BBWA writers, and he got his wish. He's not going to get in. 
I don't think he's going to get in. I think he's a Hall of Famer. He didn't cheat. He's one of the greatest clutch pitchers of all time, just like Big Poppy was one of the clutchest hitters of all time. Uh, and I make the Hall of Fame decision based on your play, uh, and I factor PEDs into play. Uh, but Schilling, I think based on his play, I might not agree with some of his views and all that, but I think he is a Hall of Famer on the field. Uh, A-Rod got 34.3%. That's around where Bonds got his first year. A-Rod has a better chance, I'll say, in getting in than Bonds did, just because as the years go on, he's going to stay on the ballot, right? You're going to need 5% or whatever. You're going to, or 15%, whatever the number is, you're going to stay on the ballot when you get 34.3% in your first year. He's going to stay on. Now, it's going to be interesting. I think he's going to have a higher uh, success rate or chance of getting in than Bonds. Because as the years goes on, as the as they go on, um, the younger voters will come in and get a vote. Uh, I'm not sure how that price process quite works. Some guys just withdraw their names, so they put new guys on or younger voters on, younger beat writers on, and they might have they might be more willing to put PED users on than the older folk, if that makes sense. Um, so, A Rod might have a better chance because. He he won't be off the ballot unless something really weird happens until, what, 2032? That's what we're going to be in. So he has a much better chance. Uh, Jake Peavy, I did want to get to. He's at 0%. He is off the ballot. He Again, you have to get to a certain threshold. He didn't get it, so he got zero votes. Not a surprise for me. I said that he's not a Hall of Famer on, a, on the episode that we had, Jacob and I, uh, about – his case for the Hall of Fame, tried to make a case. He did pitch pretty well in the postseason. Uh, that prime of his career, he's a Hall of Famer to me in his prime, but you judge the whole career. He didn't have a long enough prime to put him in or to have any type of case, but to be on a ballot, to be on the ballot is just is something that very few players can say, um, and there's a limited number of guys that will even be on the ballot who play today. Um, so it's just a tremendous accomplishment for Jake Peavy just to get on. Um, so I think he should take a lot of pride in that. But if you want to see the case that we made for Peavy to get in, I know he didn't get in, didn't get any votes. He's off the ballot, won't be eligible anymore. Uh, but you can watch that episode, listen to that episode. Uh, you can look that up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, looking up the podcast on YouTube. Uh, again, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to our podcast, uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, so you don't miss any episodes, any Padres content. But um, getting to roll, Scott Rowland is another guy. He might actually get in. I think that was interesting. 63.2% that he got. Uh, that was the closest among clean players uh, that didn't get in, not including uh, David Ortiz because he obviously got in. I think you know, when guys are have their trend continuing to increase, like you're seeing Roland do, they have a good chance of getting in because there's some voters, like I mentioned, that vote for 10 guys. So, and not, they might not be to that degree, but there's going to be some voters that will vote for players because they feel like they have to vote for players to get in. Um, and so I think he has a very good chance of getting in. I don't see a reason why he won't get in based on him just continuing to trend up and he didn't use PEDs, so that's something that's on his side. Todd Helton's another guy that'll be interesting. Starting off at 52% this year is pretty dang good. Uh, I'd put him in. If I had a vote first year, I would have put him in. 
Um, but I could see people using that Colorado thing against him. Um, but I think Rowan and Helton, those are two guys that could really get in, I think, have a compelling case to get in and could see their numbers increase as their years on the ballot go on. Uh, Schilling, I don't see getting in just because he literally said he doesn't want to get in by the BBWA a voters, like I mentioned a couple minutes ago. So I don't see him getting in. I see him getting in on the Veterans Committee, though, because he is a Hall of Famer. He wants to get in by the Veterans Committee. I think some BBWAA writers, voters, they will take they probably took offense to uh, Schilling's attacks. And they're going to say, you know what, I'll give you your wish. You're not going to get in on my ballot. So I don't see him getting in on the BBWAA side. But Rowan, Rowan and Helton, I, I do think they're seeing positive t- trends. Wagner, though, I don't think he'll get in, to be quite honest. Um, he's not on the level to me that Trevor Hoffman was. And Mariano Rivera obviously uh, is or was. Uh, so I don't think he will end up getting in. Hoffman even had a he didn't even get in on his first year, which is baffling to me. I know I'm a little biased, but I think he's the greatest closer of all time. He had really close numbers to Mariano and once held, you know, he's the NL saves leader, has the NL reliever of the year award named after him. Uh, he had to save games when he didn't have a lead a bunch of times. He had less opportunities. Um, so I think he was a better pitcher, just didn't, he just wasn't on a great team. So that most of his career. So that is something that was probably held against him. And some guys just looked at the stats and they were, they were, there's more Yankee fans than Padre fans in the world. So I'll just say that about that. But that's my reaction. If you agree with my stance on the PEDs and Bonds and Clemens and Schilling and those guys not getting in and, a-Rod not getting in. What you think if you agree with Big Poppy getting in? Give me your thoughts on YouTube in the comments section, uh, on Gaslamp Ball in the comments section, on Instagram and Twitter in the comments section. Let me know. Uh, I'd love to have that discussion. I'll try to get some Hall of Fame voters on to see what their perspective is. Uh, and until next time, this has been episode 95 of the Talking Fires podcast. An interview is coming this week. Uh, stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Until next time, let's go Padres. Have a good night.